2016 finally ending. We have a brand new year, and with new years comes new responsibilities, like making a list, checking it twice, finding out who was nice, because we're just only talking about the top 10 best movies of 2016. Myself, T-Max, and a guest comparing lists? Man, Santa must have really heard our uh, our uh, call for guests because we're getting a bunch of them. And we got a special one tonight on a very special edition of The Review. Review. It leaves us more time for... Oh, we missed the top of the hour by one, five minutes. I have one minute. What? Oh, that clock must have been fast. We've been fucked up the whole time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. So well, this is pretty much the top of the hour. Nailed Ooh. it. It is 901 top of the hour, baby. Nailed That's what I also it. got. 901. Nailed it, guys. Verizon, don't lie. Let's say lie. 2016 has come and gone, and with that, we are talking about what are those movies out there that really, really got us going? Mm-hmm. Really revved our engines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now we usually like last year we had Ghost Hunter Dave, right? But we are settling for a <laughs> <laughs> mildly decent substitute. <laughs> In Dinosaur Neil, who has also constructed his own top ten list. Correct. I have one honorable mention too. I don't know if we want it if we're doing. I can that. do an honorable mention That's as well because yeah. I also have a Chelsea Danger list as well, Ooh. which I will be uh, throwing in there as well. That's true. She would be here, but she is pregnant. <laughs> right. Makes it hard to podcast. It is. Yep. They do. The, the doctor does say refrain from as much podcasting as possible when you are with child. It's weird, but it's true. It's in. It's in. The, it's in the package you showed me. <laughs> uh, but so yeah. So if anyone is unfamiliar, we uh, get together our personal top ten lists. Yep. They could be the same. Could be different. Yep. Don't know. And it's what we would like to recommend to you. If you yep. missed any movie in 2016, check out these ten. We clash all of our opinions together in terms of film, and then we test our friendships. <laughs> That's true. By <coughs> our placements and... Yeah. Uh, what a good thing is this year is that I saw ten movies. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't have to stretch out and do anything weird. I actually saw quite a bit of movies this year. So you're, so you're saying Jurassic World isn't in this list, too? <laughs> right. Yeah, I was surprised with the amount of movies I saw this year. I saw around almost twenty five. I think. Yeah, I saw. I saw. I saw. I saw. Pretty tad. I saw twenty seven. I think when I went and counted them up. And I've got some doozies in there too. I didn't watch Nine Lives per your request, but I I do have such doozies in there as Now You See Me Two, Ooh, Zoolander Two. And Yoga Hosers. <laughs> so you actually saw the movie that we were going to review exactly. for the worst and movie of the And I was actually year. really upset that you couldn't watch it because I wanted to hear about it. Because I was so... Oh, I was shit. like, I could relate! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, uh, not to waste any time, but we maybe should just jump right Let's into dive this. dive into our number 10. What did C. Danger say for number 10? We'll start with her as first. She put X-Men Apocalypse as number 10. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, I was... Actually, her 7 through 10, I was actually surprised what they were. Really? Because they are not on my list at all. Okay. Uh, future spoilers. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> but X Men yeah. Apocalypse, the one with the <laughs> famous homosexual relationship between Apocalypse and Archangel. Yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> quite well, possible. that's your opinion. I believe that they were a happy couple. <laughs> uh, but as of uh, as we're gonna do it la- like last year, uh, we'll bring up our number tens. If anybody has like a duplicate or if it's higher in the list, they can always just bring it up. Like talk yeah, about same it there time and be oh, like. Yeah. Uh, it's in my list, but I'll bring it up later. There you go. Thing. There you go. Sounds good. Now that we've established rules. Established rules. <laughs> the loosest of T-Max rules. T-Max over here establishing dom- dominance. <laughs> um, I'll do my number 10 as well. My number 10 was Hardcore Henry. Ooh. Also yes. my number 10. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Nice. Same list. Yep. Same Mine list. Wasn't in my list. But I mean... I mean, I, you guys, you guys, you're related, whatever. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> you know what? I actually life had a spoilers. hard time with <laughs> life spoilers. <laughs> I actually had a hard time doing my number 10 and number 9. Yeah. I saw a bunch of movies, and, like, I marked out which ones I knew were my favorites. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what to put for, like, yeah. my lower tier My ones. number 10 was really hard because it was between what I picked... Uh, Moana and Green Room. Those are my, like, the top three where I was, like, I was really juggling between those three because I liked, I liked each of them for different reasons, and then I just kind of settled on my number ten just because I felt like it had, had more thought into it. Mm. Yeah, if I was to do, like, an honorable mention, I would have been, uh, because I flip-flop between this and Jungle Book as my number ten movie. Mm. Yeah, uh, Jungle Book was really good, too. Mine yeah. was between Hardcore Henry and The Witch from January. That was oh, good, yeah. Real early, that early was in the really year. Good. I never saw The Witch. Um, but I, ju- I edged it out to Hardcore Henry just due to its bold choice. That's uh, exactly why it edged over Jungle Book, because I'm like, I would probably watch Hardcore Henry over Jungle Book again if I had a choice. Yeah. It's, I, it's shorter, like, it's... More fun to watch, like, I, and if if I were to watch like a choice between what Jungle Book I wanted to watch, I would watch the cartoon. Like, I yeah, I'm yeah. with you. And so, like, I, that's why I edged out Hardcore Henry. And it's also like more like it's like a ballsy move, like to do a first person movie. It's a little more interesting. It's more sci fi, more my flavor. Shalto Copley is hilarious. He was fucking awesome in <laughs> yeah, that fucking movie. Too. That Jesus movie. Christ. But yeah, so yeah, Hardcore Henry was my number 10. That's a good number 10, guys. Thanks. Mm-hmm. What was good your number 10. number 10? My number 10 was Arrival. Really? Ooh, That's pretty yeah. low on the list. Yeah. I, I mean, I love, like, that was, I was, like I said, a juggle between that, Moana, and uh, Green Room. I, I, I liked pretty it. pretty solid choices for number 10, though. Yeah. Like, it was, uh, I was juggling between the, all of them, but I think Arrival was, had a lot more uh, deeper meaning to it. Like, they had... I think they were juggling a lot more different, uh, like, uh, like themes. Like, they were dealing with, like, time travel and language and, yeah. like, extraterrestrials. Like, they were juggling between all of those, and I think they did it in a way where it didn't seem jumbled, and I was really into it. Yeah. 
Mild spoilers for all the movies on the list as well. Okay, slight, <laughs> slight. I'm gonna, try, I'm gonna try and avoid as many as possible. But um, Arrival's on my list as well. It's uh, definitely in a different spot. But um, yeah, Arrival was really good. Like I didn't know what to expect really, kind of going in, and I was actually really surprised at what I saw. But like, if you listen to me and JT's review of it, there was that like little thing at the end where I wasn't completely on board with it, and this is like right at the very end. Yeah. And both you and me agreed. I think Chelsea Danger didn't agree so much, but, um, yeah. But, uh, otherwise I thought it was a really solid movie, but, uh, but yeah, Arrival. Never, I never saw Arrival, so I did not include it. Wow. I recommend it. It's really good. I actually, in your podcast of it, you said to turn it off if you didn't want to watch the spoilers, and that's, I turned it off because I oh, actually kind of want to know. Well, there you go. Good, yeah. good. It, it deals with a lot of stuff, and it does it really intelligently, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Good. Uh, moving on to number nine. Chelsea's number nine is Jungle Book. That's good. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Very good. Talked about a little bit there. Mm-hmm. My number nine is Ghostbusters. Oh, Lady okay. Ghostbusters. Lady Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, yep. I uh, thought it was a... I, from all the negative press it got, I thought it was a solid entry in the summer's slate of movies. It definitely was not as awful as the internet said it was. No, yeah, I'll give you that. Was it? Was it a like slam dunk? No, it wasn't. But I was. It was not as bad as some of the movies I saw this whole year, for sure. Yeah, I would say that this year was like a weaker year in terms of movies, especially for the summer. <laughs> There's yeah, a lot of yeah. summer fucking movies I hated. Yeah, but like- Ghostbusters was definitely it. It. It definitely wasn't as bad as people wanted to make it seem that it was. Right. People just wanted to hate it. Yeah. What the mm-hmm. thing was. Like, I, yeah. I'll, I'll say it's not on my list, but I, I wouldn't put it as a terrible movie. Like, I really en- I, I enjoyed it. So. Mm. Right. Mm. Yeah. My number nine is Swiss Army Man. Fuck! I totally forgot about this goddamn movie. <laughs> 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 uh, I, uh,. I liked Swiss Army Man uh, quite a bit. It also was a good original kind of take on a movie. Daniel Radcliffe is great. (laughs) Paul Dano is great. And I honestly typically don't like Paul Dano a ton, but I thought he was really good in this. Uh, It was really funny. I love the music that they did with essentially just them two kind of like indie beatboxing it, I Mm -hmm. guess. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Good stuff. Mine, mine's later it. in my list, but I'll bring it up when it comes up. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at two fucking lists. No, it's funny. I did two, and I looked, the Wikipedia did not have it in a 2016 movie. I was like, now when did that come out? Because I, and I had to go look up just that movie specifically to see if it came out this year or last year. God damn it. <laughs> That fucking... Because that would have definitely made in my list. Probably near, like, fucking the middle. God damn it. Well, uh, now you're like how I was with Kingsman last year. (laughs) I was so pissed I left Kingsman out last year. Motherfucker. Because I was going to go through our episodes, too. And be like, what did we review? (laughs) And I didn't. Because I'm like, you dummy. would have been on a list. Oh, I got it. I would have been on that fucking Wikipedia list or this (laughs) other movie list that said, like, every list that came out this year. (laughs) Fuck you, list. Dumb, dumb. God damn it. Yeah, Swiss Army Man was great. Like, it would definitely be on my list if I would have remembered it. There you go. Well, that's that's why we make lists. Because then we can establish... 
Established. What movies people what? forgot to uh, there you include go. on their list? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Damn it. <coughs> well, my number nine is Sausage Party. Oh, really? Yeah. I I feel like Sausage Party had a lot of potential. Like I feel like uh, I agree. It was it it had a lot of like themes to another movie on my list, and I feel like if they would have gone further with that, it would have even surpassed this other movie on my list. But instead of getting deeper into their themes, they told dick and orgy jokes. Yeah. I contemplated on having this on my list as well. And I... Spoilers, it's not on my list. It's not on mine either. Okay. But I did enjoy the movie, and I but I do agree with exactly what you said. Like, yeah. Instead of like... Some things were smart in it, but a lot of things were just playing on stereotypes yeah. in the movie. And I feel I feel like the reason they played on stereotypes was to bring the point across where it's like they established stereotypes, but then it's still like people coming together even though they're even though they're different, kind of. Yeah, yeah. And like I like that point part of it. It's just that like when they would go in that direction where it's like, yeah, keep talking about that, then they'd be like Hey, look at that guy's dick. Yeah. <laughs> and then they dick start fucking each other. And it's like, that, ah. That's kind of why I kept it off of my list. Yeah. Uh, I There were parts where I liked it and I was like, you know, it's really smart. And like, I think they still had a, a pretty good message for what it was. Right. But like that last 10 minutes, non, not, not spoiling <laughs> it. I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Like it, this legit is like a a stoner movie where oh, yeah. it's like like it's like when like you first start getting high and you're like man what if it was like food was like people and they were like <laughs> they were like they were different but then they came together for a common purpose yeah and then they like start fucking each other <laughs> total yeah that's like a this whole movie is like a total like stoner thought. Yeah. Yep. But I mean, like, I can't deny like the smart stuff in it, so that's why it's my number nine. Right. I yeah. I I did contemplate on being like one of my like uh, last few on the on the list there, nine or ten, but yep. I got edged out. Well, can't blame you. Well, <laughs> there you go. Uh, number eight, Chelsea Danger has the Little Prince. A little indie. Ah, I kind of wanted to see that. Um, it was it was good. Like, yeah. Uh, I don't have it on my list, but uh, I saw it, and it's a really kind of touching story. Um, like, my dad. It's one of his favorite musicals when he was, I I don't know, growing up. I guess I do yeah. remember seeing it at your guys' house with like Gene Wilder playing the fox. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so that's like the version I grew up on. Yeah, and I. I think it's just because I'm really accustomed to that version. Yeah. That I didn't like this one as much. Uh, and they... I I am kind of with you. I'm on the same boat as you, obviously. We were both raised on that, that musical. But I've also read the children's novel it's based off of. Yeah. Which fits in more... Like, the movie leaves out quite a bit of the characters from the book. Where in the movie, in this animated movie... It includes, like, they're all part of that whatever they do at the end. But, like, I think they could... I just didn't like the direction they went with it. There were some parts I really liked. There were some, like, cool flashback sequences that were more reminiscent of the the musical version that I really liked. Yeah. But other than, like, I didn't include it on my list. Um, 
but I it was it was good. I just didn't like some of the the new take they had on it or yeah. like the new portions they added to it. I wasn't very fond of. So like the newer the the new movie that came out is more closely related to the book. Or yes is, and no. It's got more of the book elements in it, but it's not more closely related. Oh, okay. The book still plays out more like the musical does, where the little prince travels from planet to planet and meets more people. And it's just more of those people are in the animated movie than in the musical. Okay. All right on. Um, so, yeah. But I would I recommend checking out The Little Prince. It's definitely good mm-hmm. for its yep. all, all, uh, all ages story. Yeah. So if you have kids, I think they'd really enjoy it. It's got a good cast too. Like yeah, Paul Rudd is, does a voice, and uh, oh shit, what's his face? Um, Jeff Bridges does the voice of the pilot. Yep, yeah, nice. it's good stuff. Yeah, um, my number eight is Star Trek Beyond, the third entry. High five, mine as well. <laughs> oh my god, same list, <laughs> same list. This is the last time we have a family member do this. <laughs> Next year, we should just get Blake face to see what he's doing. Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. So we can hear him review all of the nun movies he's seen. Slept through it. (laughs) What movie did you stay awake through? None of them. (laughs) Well, that's the show, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for coming, Blake. Um, Star Trek Beyond, I thought it was a solid entry in uh, the Star Trek franchise. Like, it felt fresh, even though it's a third one in. Like, yeah. it uh, definitely shook things up. It wasn't uh, the Spock and Kirk show like it was in the last mm-hmm. two. Even though I really dug the last two movies. Same. And it's like a franchise that I forget that keeps, that, that's like just hanging out there. And it's good. Yeah. And like, I'm not beholden to Star Trek. Yeah. And so like, I don't care if they take liberties with it at all. Yeah. Apparently, a lot of people are because they hated that second movie. I thought the second movie was fine. Yeah, yeah it was same. fine. I liked it. But I really liked the shakeup of the third one where they have uh, the focus on like Bones, Scotty, and Scotty, yeah, and man. like all these other characters. And uh, I, I just liked that shakeup. It was fun. Good little action flick, too. Yeah. Like, it yeah. was just solid. Yeah, like really fun all the way through is yeah. how I would yeah. put it. And it was like. And. It kind of worried me, like, J.J. Abrams wasn't directing this one, so you, I was kind of, like, wary at the start, but Simon yeah. Pegg kind of took the helm, and he did, I thought he did a great job yeah. finishing yeah. it out. I, I thought, agree. I had a lot of respect for it, because it's, like, I felt like, like, the first Star Trek was, like, a, like a season premiere, and, like, start, and, like, the other one was, like, a season finale, and this one just felt like... Like, one of those episodes you see where it's, like, in the middle somewhere, where, like, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of stakes, but it's still, like, a fun adventure. Yeah. And there's not a lot of movies that do that anymore. Like, this one actually feels like one you can watch without having without having to know, like, all this backstory. Right, Like, it's yeah. just, like, yeah. here's that's, a space yeah. crew that's doing this adventure and have fun. Yeah, that's exactly how it felt. Just, like, another yeah. adventure they went on. Not, like, some epic finale or whatever they're trying to put through. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, I agree with you. I guys, I, I looked at it and I was thinking of putting it on my list, but there was so much other stuff that I wanted to put on. So right. it's it's one of these I think that's on here. That's I think maybe out. Right? Is that out already? I would imagine it would. Be. I think it's out on DVD and stuff. Yeah, Might have just yeah. came out like before the holidays. But I haven't seen this one again. I but I kind of I kind of want to check it out again to see if it holds up to yeah. what mm-hmm. I still remember. Yeah, so that was number eight. 
Right on, guys. Well, it's both your number eights, so, <laughs> so I'll go. Uh, my number eight is uh, Nocturnal Animals. Heard about this one. I didn't never, see it. I and, never uh, saw it either. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, like this movie wouldn't even be anywhere near my list if I didn't have somebody to discuss it with because it's one of those... It's one of those movies where, like, you have... It's so uh, interpretational. Sure. Where, like, the more you talk about it with people, like, the more you're into it. Like, uh, like me and Molly saw it, and it's, like, there's so many theories you can just base around it. Because, uh, like, uh, for those that haven't seen it, it's basically, like, this woman uh, gets a book from her ex-husband... And he's an author, and he writes his book about... And he says it's about their relationship. And it's... It, the movie's not about relationship in general. It's about, like, a guy whose wife is abduct, Whose uh, wife and daughter are abducted. And then, like, the trials and tribulations from there. But, um... Like, you watch... You, like, you see this story through her eyes. And then you see her reacting to it. And it's kind of... You kind of have to, like, piece together, like... What does this mean? What does this mean? And then... They even show, like, flashbacks to their relationship where it's, like, like okay, what in the book symbolizes this? Or does this symbolize that? Like, there's so much, there's so much interpretation to it where it's, like the, like, the more you talk about it with people that have seen it, like, the more, like, it kind of, like, flourishes. And I, mm. like, that's why I want, like, I, w- I want more people to see it where it's, like, this is what I thought about it. Because it's really up there as, like... You can take it any way. Right. Hmm. Is that still out in theaters right now? Um, I don't know if it's in theaters anymore. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it is. Because it came out, like, way under my radar. And yeah. And by the time I yeah. knew it was out, I think it might have been already on its way out. Yeah. But it's just, it's one of those movies where, like, if you don't talk about it, then it's like, yeah, it was pretty good. But, like, the, what you talk I saw it like this, and you're like, holy fuck, like, how'd you get there? And then, like, <laughs> and then, like, you, like, go through, like, you go through, like, the inner workings of the movie, and, like... Holy shit, that's a completely different movie that I did not see, and now I want to watch it again. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So it's really interesting to watch. Right so on, like, that's why that's like I didn't have like a lot of like, um, like uh, like personal stake in it. So it wasn't like, yeah, it was a cool story, but so that's why it's like just my number uh, eight. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, it it was it's it's really fun, especially to like if you're gonna get like a group together and discuss it afterwards. It's really fun. Cool. Good freaking deal. Maybe we should uh, do it after it comes out on like Blu-ray or something. There you go. Do a, do a show on it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Good. That'd be good. Hell yeah. Um, moving on to number seven. Ironically enough, Chelsea's number seven is Magnificent Seven. Whoa. I haven't seen it yet. I want to see it. No, I never saw it either. You know what? Magnificent Seven is pretty fun. Like nice. it doesn't do anything super special, but is a super fun like action-y, western-y movie. That uh, I really think anybody could enjoy. Like every like Denzel's in it, he's pretty good. Chris Pratt's in it, he's pretty charming. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's in it, I think he's pretty great. Uh, so yeah, I, cool. I, I I don't know. I think it was pretty good. It's not on my list, but after she put it on hers, I was like, oh, you know what? That that was pretty decent. Like it just yeah, it looked really fun. Yeah, it it was just a fun movie, fun summer flick. So. Yeah. If you were it, if you see it like on TV or something, or available to rent, like I would definitely recommend renting it. Like nice. it wouldn't be, it wouldn't Doit. be a bad pick. Um, my number seven is uh, "Don't Think Twice," the Mike Berbiglia oh, movie. I want to see that so bad. I never, I never um, saw it either. 
It's uh, out on VOD right now. I, I, it's available to buy on DVD right now. Okay. It just came out like maybe a week or two ago. <coughs> but it's um, a movie about these group of improvers. Um, and one of them gets called up to their, well, the movie's universe, like version of like uh, Saturday Night Live mm. called Weekend Live. And it shows like how when that person gets called up, how it affects their group dynamic. Because everyone's got a different frame of reference to it. And it's really good. Mike Birbiglia, I think I said on a previous show, but like, Mike Birbiglia has like a very, he he directs movies very well. And he makes the profession of comedy really sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A <laughs> lot like, of his stuff seems like that. But yeah. I love it. I love his comedy. I, yeah. I love anytime he makes an appearance on anything, like. Anytime he's on a podcast, I make sure to listen, and I love his stuff. No. I think it's I watch really like smart. his stand up because his stand up isn't really like stand up per se. It's more like those like college lectures you sit on, sitting on, or it's like somebody who's like been through something. Yeah, yeah. He's or so, it's like it's never. It's not like completely funny, but it makes you think. Right. Like his one of his last few specials, he pretty much tells like a long. 45 minute story. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. just like has a punchline at the end, which is like funny, sad, all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, how did you do this? Yeah. <laughs> Overloaded. <laughs> yeah. I, I love, I love them. Especially like, like I don't listen to every Pete Holmes podcast because sometimes Pete Holmes is a little much. Yeah. Ugh. But Pete Holmes and Mike Birbiglia are super good friends. Yeah. And so every time they're on, it's a hilarious podcast. Shit. Because oh. Mike Birbiglia is tearing Pete Holmes down the whole podcast. God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, don't nice. think twice. I would recommend definitely seeing this. I definitely cool. want to look into it. There's a lot of like really good people in that, too. Like, uh, yep. Um. What is it? Keegan Michael Key's in it. He's and, like uh, one of the leads. And Jillian uh, 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 Anderson. Yeah. Uh, uh, Gillian Jacobs is in or, it. Yeah, Gillian Jacobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of like really good people are in it, and I want to check it out for sure. Yeah, it's nice. good. I would recommend it for sure. My number seven is Kubo and the Two Strings. Oh, I want to see that too. It's good. Uh, it's a little animated feature. Uh, that has like, I know all I can think of is Matthew McConaughey as a voice in it, but it's like a very interesting, like premise to the movie. And it's not something I'd seen before. It's got like mysticism and stuff built into it. And it's kind of got like Asian influences in it. And like this kid like controls like origami with like this, like guitar sitar type thing or whatever yeah. that instrument is. Yeah. Uh, and it's just kind of like a, a touching story. Like, of him, like, just trying to, like, help his mom and save his mom and do all this stuff while he can do, like, kind of, like, it's not overly supernatural, but, like, it's just enough to kind of, like, throw that little interesting, like, touch into. And it's got a cool art style, too. It's kind of looks yeah, like, like Cor Coraline. Yeah, or yeah like I like the way it looks. That way. Um, but it's really good. I would definitely check it out. I never saw that one. Like, I... Wasn't really interested from the trailers I saw, and then it came out, and then everyone said it was great. And mm. I'm like, is it, though? <laughs> <laughs> and then I guess, like, it still is. It's on yeah. people's top ten list. Because mm. good. Even, like, uh, movie reviewers that I, like, look at YouTube and stuff, like, it's on their top ten list, too. So, mm. right on, man. Right on. <sighs> okay, here's my number seven, guys. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> 
<laughs> shit. My number seven is uh, Captain America Civil War. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty... Which I figure you guys would probably have pretty high in your list. <laughs> it's on my list. It's it's also on my list. Maybe but, higher than number seven. Um, Quite a bit higher than number seven. <laughs> my reasoning is... Uh, I'm getting a little burnt out on comic book movies in general, so unless oh my. unless it's something that's like very unless it like expands the universe of what a comic movie is, it doesn't really I kinda get over it. Alright. And I, I I love Civil War. Like it's my number seven. Sure. It's, it's still in the top, top, top ten. ten. It's in the yeah. top ten. Like I still like it. It's just that like and I love that the fact that they establish like this whole uh, inner argument, not between, not only just between like the people in the movie in general, but the audience even like Team Cap, like Team Captain America and Team Iron Man, like that's really cool. Right. But I feel like in terms of a comic movie, they don't really journey outside of like what the universe, what other potential the universe has. Like another one that's on my list. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, f- I'll talk about this a-, a little bit right now, but I also want to bring it up a little bit later. Yeah. Um, I feel like Captain America: Civil War was a super solid entry in the Marvel Cinematic Universe of what they got going yeah. on. Because not only was it like a Captain America movie, which it did focus a lot on him, but it also incorporated a ton of other characters. And by this point in the franchise, they have so much going on. And it could have been a fucking total mess. Yeah. And it definitely wasn't. Mm-hmm. And they introduced more characters. And I never felt like anybody had a lack of screen time. No. And I felt like the action was solid. And it was just all around surprising, like, how good it was. But I don't want to say a ton more. Yeah. But, like, I... I thought it was. I'll, I'll I'll just end it with this, like that that it was that is true. Like it, it like it's still I love it. It's still a really good movie, but it's also something that we've seen done in Avengers, and Avengers. Well, not not so much Avengers two because I I don't think Avengers two was as solid as Avengers, but it's like I I appreciate something that takes the genre and expands on it more instead of taking something that's been done and just doing it. Like, better than it was done. And I feel like there's another movie out there that's considered, like, a comic movie that did do that. Okay. That I put up above that. Okay. Legit. Solid argument. Yeah. Okay. I don't hate you. Good. <laughs> I was legit worried. <laughs> I was like, like, I there's was really... a few texts I got this week that made me worried that we're going to get into a fist fight after like, this. Like, as I was making my list and I put this as number seven, I was like... God, why can't it be higher? Please be higher. <laughs> well, the the uh, jury is still out on whether I hate you or not. Oh, good. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> uh, moving on to number six. Chelsea has Star Trek Beyond mm. as her number six pick. Mm-hmm. All right. Talked about a little Talked bit about there. That. Um, my number six pick is Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> same, same God, list, God, God, same God. list. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is fucking really blowing my mind. I know right we did not compare <laughs> lists beforehand. Stop being related. 
Um, <laughs> Doctor Strange was a solid entry into Marvel's canon of movies. Yep. Um, I really liked the visuals he got going on. I liked Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange. The I felt it had a few weak points, definitely with like Cassilius as like the villain. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like though that they did set up Baron Mordo to be a villain in future installments of this franchise where they haven't done that before in a Marvel movie, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, a lot of stuff I really like. I like the last action scene of this. It, um, solid entry into yeah. the Marvel I franchise. would say this suffers from what Joel was speaking about for Civil War more than Civil War does, if that makes any more sense. How so? Like, <laughs> I think this felt more like a typical Marvel movie than Civil oh, War did. Sure. I mean, Captain uh, uh, the the pro- thing with Captain America that it had for it is that it had all those characters that we know from all those past movies in, so like it kind of would get shoehorned in there, but I think Doctor Strange felt a little bit more I don't know, little cookie paint by numbers. Yeah, paint by numbers, but I like that they didn't beat around the bush with it. Like the origin happens within the first 10 minutes, sure. essentially. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that, I was like, you know what? I'm glad they're just kicking this into, like, yeah, full throttle I did like, like right away. Yeah. Um, I didn't have, like, a big problem with Cassilius. Like, I don't think as much as you did. I I liked him quite a bit. I think I had more of a problem with the bigger villain. Like, oh, I sure. liked it, but... Eh, I wish they could have... I wish they did it differently, but I do like how it all... I like how that portion resolved but i think there uh, yeah other than a few missteps here and there yeah yeah going with what you said joel like getting tired of like the formula of all this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. like that's that's what i'm getting at with like casilius like if you go in Mm -hmm. and you're like you keep searing like marvel does the same thing over and over again and if you watch dr strange it's yeah it is it's the same thing like, with a different character, tweak, like, a different origin or whatever. But, like, they do have, like, a thing. Like, I never used to believe this, that, like, Marvel had, like, weak villains. Because, like, I thought they were fine. Yeah. But, like, this one I feel like is even the weak, like, even weaker than, like, Malekith than, like, Thor 2. Yeah. yeah. So, I was like. I thought he was on par with Malekith-ish. Even, I would say Cassilius was even a, probably a little bit better. Because oh, yeah. I felt like his... I, I got I understood his intentions more than Malekith. Mm. Okay, and he was I guess he wasn't evil for no reason, like Obadiah <laughs> Stane or something like that. <laughs> it just goes crazy for or, no yeah, reason. Yeah, like Darren Cross, Ob- Obadiah Stane, like those. Oh, guys. I'm angry. <laughs> yeah, they just go crazy. Like of course, oh, it was the Pym particles, or it was this or that, like whatever. But like I felt he actually had an agenda that I could. That okay. I saw. Yeah. yeah. All right. I but that, that. But other than that, yeah. It's still like, on a top ten list. It's, it's yeah. still number six for two <laughs> of us, at least. <laughs> JT, what's your number six? Unless you had anything else to add. Oh, no, no. I'll get into it later. Great. Uh, my number six is Rogue One. Oh, right Ooh, on. Right. Uh, like, the only reason that Rogue One beat out Civil War is because I have more of a fondness towards Star Wars. Yep. yep. But I feel like my... my Argument with Civil War is my same argument with Star Wars, where they do kind of go with the same formula. It ju- I just feel like because Star Wars is just a one-year, like a once-a-year thing, and now Marvel's turning into more of like a three times three a year. to four times a year thing, like I <laughs> yeah. feel like it's more of a fresh, 
like a fresh formula. Like it'll get older. Uh, and really, this is only their second entry into yeah. recent history. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I, I, there was so many things in it that I loved, and but there was also things where I was like, yeah, yeah, that wasn't <laughs> like the Grand Moff Tarkin being shown over and over again <laughs> in his weird uh, virtual face. <laughs> but I love the idea of creating a story, creating a story around like uh, an unnamed ragtag group of people that did yeah. something great that drew that uh, built onto the actions of the movies we all know and it's, love and had a, like a significant impact. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And like you don't know these people, you don't know their names, but they're significant, and they, that's like a testament to like. Like everyday people that do yeah. great things yeah. that you never know of, but they do these things that that lead to these great events. Mm-hmm. Right. And I feel like it's a testament towards that and I I love that idea of that movie in general. Yep. Yep. I definitely if um I can well, I'm just gonna go right ahead right now. My number five movie is Rogue One. All right. Gotcha. Um you. for the same like I feel the same way you do, but uh I the movie I felt started kinda slow. But it really ramped up near the end, and it is a great companion piece to A New Hope. Yeah. Like, for sure. Like It, it made me want to watch it instantly. Right away. Like, yeah. it, the ending is solid, for sure. Mm-hmm. But there's a few, like, things that, like, there's unnecessary characters, really, in this movie. Yeah. The pilot? Who cares about the pilot? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, well... The pilot. Yeah. <laughs> Get yeah. him out of there. Yeah. Like, everybody else really had a time to shine. Guys, like... can we just say fuck the pilot? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't... Bodhi, I think is his name. Yeah. My problem is, is like, I got him and Diego Luna mixed up, like, initially, right away. <laughs> sure. Uh, I have Rogue One higher on my list. Um, I actually... I liked it quite a bit. Uh, th- yeah, I... I'll I'll just touch on it, I guess, more now, I guess, since we're kind of, it's all here, I guess. Um, I didn't, like, I know some people had a problem with Grand Moff Tarkin, like, in his face. Like, I think, yeah, maybe they should just recast some of those people. Kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier in the podcast. But after a while, like, I didn't mind it. Like, I liked it. Kind of settled into it. Yeah, like, after I was like, you know what? It looks pretty darn good. For what it is. And, like, I love that they added that character because he's I, such yeah. a power player yeah. in the A New Hope. So, I like that part of it. Um, I think there could have been some better, like, a little bit better character development, but they had a lot to go with. But I think you probably could have consolidated some characters into others and this and that. Um, but I, I I, loved it. Like, I liked it quite a bit. Um and yeah, that's what I got. Right on, man. Yeah. I I agree. I love that Grand Moff Tarkin was in it. I just don't wish. He, I just wish he wasn't in it as much. Like I feel yeah. like the minute you let studios be like good enough, that's when they start getting way lazy about. Yeah, things. It, yeah. Like, he was like that first scene he was in. If he was just in that, that was that been awesome. Oh my god, perfect. Yeah. But like, like as Neil, maybe he settled into it. Like I felt like the more he was in, I'm like. But you realize this isn't like spot on, right? And he's yeah. still in this. Like, yeah. Can you like hide it in shadow a little more yeah. or something? Like, yeah. Or they could have just had, like, um, what's his face? Krennic take more of his like 
I don't want to say take his lines, but like give him some of the things to say that he would have said and be like, oh, he said this or this or that. Or Troy brought up the the really cool idea of like doing the hologram. Yeah. Having a fucking hologram. I mean, that's spot on. You might as well because they're not perfect holograms in this world anyway. They're kind of blurry and And stuff. Glitchy and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would, yeah, that would have been an actually a really good, a really good addition to that. That would have been cool. Um, Yeah, I liked it. Chelsea's number five is Zootopia. Oh. It's actually one that I haven't seen. Like, I was actually kind of disappointed when I made my list because I realized that I haven't seen like a ton of animated stuff this year. Like, mm. I missed out on Kubo. I actually missed out on Zootopia, even though you can catch it on Netflix right now. Yeah. And I think I missed out on uh, Moana too. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, "Fuck! I don't know if they would have hit my list or not." But sure. I was kind of bummed I didn't see them so they could even like judge on there. But sure. She uh, thought Zootopia is really good. She was talking about it in the car ride, even actually over back home. So yeah. she, uh, I have that on my list, still too. No, and right I can get into that. Mine is also on my list. I can as get well. into that too. All right. Uh, um, you said your number five. Yeah, I said uh, yeah. Rogue One. Rogue okay, one my number five is Ten Cloverfield Lane. Right on. Loved it. Pretty sweet. I still haven't seen that yet. I either. wanted to. I wanted to throw a horror movie in there, and this is kind of like, yeah, it's more of a suspense. It's not super horror, and it gets kind of sci-fi and stuff. But it was between like The Witch and that, and I was like, you know, I enjoyed Ten Cloverfield Lane a lot more. John Goodman is awesome. Yeah, like he needs more work. Like just give <laughs> yeah. that guy work. Uh, yeah, uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane's really good. Uh, just a really good thriller, and like unnerving in some spots yeah cool yeah it, i would definitely check it out if you're into suspense horror stuff um the end might throw you a little bit but other than that yeah. like i it's flipping cool it's a just a three-piece set cast yeah and it's they they do very good and then there's some things that you're like holy shit i can't believe that happened <laughs> and then holy shit i can't believe john goodman did it to that guy i know i totally <laughs> <laughs> are, are we still doing the non spoilers? <laughs> yeah. I, I I haven't seen it. I have no idea what you're talking about. But no, so. I, I I totally agree with Neil. Like this is this is that that one movie that I saw where I was like, God damn, what I wish is wish we were doing like a top fifteen or something. Because <laughs> yeah. I would totally put this in that. And but this one, I totally I I fucking love this movie. Yeah, yeah for sure. And this one, de- I'm surprised I even saw this. This one flew in under the radar. It got. It was such a re- like a close release date to when they were like, "Oh, oh hey, dude. Ten Cloverfield Lane's coming out like tomorrow, didn't you know?" <laughs> the, like, yeah, the marketing was fucking awesome for this shit. Yeah, because like they put out a trailer like maybe like a month before it, it came had out, to have been a month. and it was so fucking cool. Yeah, and like the trailer came out and it was so interesting. Like you didn't know what the fuck was going on, and they put Cloverfield on the end where you're like, "Oh, what the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> like why is this not? Why is this not a thing? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, that was, oh, it was spot on, like, perfect fucking bar- marketing for this. Like, I yep. love that. Yep. Man. Checking out. This guy's hyped the shit out of that movie. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> it is. I, it I'll is. have to let you borrow it. I think I'm I will gonna... agree with Neil that the end might throw you off because they do really, they do, like, they do keep it as, like, a guessing game through the most part of the movie. Yeah. And then, the, and then at the very end, they veer way off to a certain point where you're like, yeah. whoa, fuck. Yeah. Okay. It is like, huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. But I mean, like, if you can get through that, then it's, it's perfect. Yeah. Right on. Right on. Yep. And you may love it. You may hate it, like, the ending bit. But 
I think the you you I wouldn't fault the rest of the the beginning the whole first whole yeah. portion of the movie. It's like for the it. first like three fourths of it is yeah. the, is is amazing or more. I would say probably ninety percent of it is um just uh, yeah. Awesome. I would say that yeah okay. yeah because it is like right at the fucking it's, end yeah exactly. and it's like what what yeah. is this yeah all right <laughs> shit I'm I'm gonna fucking see this movie see right quick yeah. <laughs> Uh, my number five is Doctor Strange. Oh, right on. Because like, uh, I get what you guys talk about with the formula and stuff, but I feel like with Doctor Strange, like with the action pieces, as opposed to Captain America, where the action pieces were bigger, every action piece in Doctor Strange was different. Yeah, it was yeah, all that's like good. everything was completely like every fight scene or every visual was just different in a certain way, and I appreciate it for that. Where like whereas Captain America made the the Marvel universe bigger, like uh, Doctor Strange expanded on it. Like they get, they gave you different aspects of it that made it more interesting, mm-hmm. and I appreciate it for that. And they also include characters that felt like uh, more human too. Like the the characters in Captain America are human, but they go through all these these crazy outlandish scenarios. Where they go through and they're so brave and they're so strong, and in, in this, like they actually humanize people. Like there's actually people with disabilities that are these powerful people, and there's there's an entity in this that seems like the most powerful person in the world, and they reveal this very human part of them right. that almost mm-hmm. drives the entire scenario of the movie altogether. Where you're like, yeah. fuck, like yeah, it, it it makes so many characters in this human, especially the ones that seem like the most powerful. And I feel like that this movie got its point across more than maybe Civil War did. Yep. Okay. I can get on board. Solid with that. argument. Solid. Yep. All right. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah. Doctor Strange was that really tight movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the ending fight scene. I'm awesome. Still amazing. It, awesome. Yeah, fantastic. One of like the best like things I've seen like for yeah. a long time. Yeah. And I, the fact that then the fact that. Even though you said you didn't like the, the the big baddie of it, yeah, like the the way that he defeats him is not with brawn. It's no, with it's like yeah, that, his brain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and my only problem is with that was like just their, I guess their view of him. I, I like I get why they may have made him look like he did, but I thought it was a little cliche and kind of eh, whatever. But the his yeah the way Doctor Strange right. deals with it is. Unlike anything you you would have guessed he would have done, yeah, and it's awesome. It's, and it, yeah, definitely nothing Civil War mm-hmm. did for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. it and it definitely sets him aside. It sets him apart from everyone else in the Avengers too. Yeah, whereas yeah. everyone would kind of go the more the more action packed fight scene route. He would take his time and actually concoct something that would actually create an event that would make it come out to his favor. Yeah, right on. Yeah, solid pick. Solid pick. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, number four, Sea Danger has Civil War as number four. Well, Very for good. Top favorite right. movie of the year. Uh, my number four is Deadpool. Actually. Same list. God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Holy shit. Stop fucking being related. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, but yeah, Deadpool came out as a surprise to everyone this year. Was just to the point, made fun of fucking superhero movies while being a superhero movie, was rated R. Ryan Reynolds loves his character. He did what he 
he like showed his vision of it, mm-hmm. and it paid off in spades. And it was definitely like a huge fun hit that I was glad that I partook in this year. Same, uh, I agree. Um, extremely funny. Just exactly what Troy was saying. Like, just great material taking itself not seriously whatsoever. The other characters, the uh, tertiary characters they had in it, were all awesome. Yeah. I would think, like, all the characters in it actually were awesome. And the comments that they had on each of these characters were awesome. And yep. why some characters weren't in it, or why this house <laughs> doesn't look, why is it empty on the inside? <laughs> yeah. All that kind of stuff. Like, they didn't leave, like, any stone unturned. Like, when it came to, like, oh, here's a visual set piece that is obviously something, but we're not, we can't tell you that it's exactly that. Right. And they they don't, like, let it go. Like, instead of saying, oh, that looks exactly like this big <laughs> vessel, they, they not only just show you it, but they make a reference that it, is that but can't say it's that like it's and that's what's so awesome about that and i think if you're really into like the superhero movies now like both the x-men and marvel movies like it, it all is just one big payoff right um my one kind of like definitely check it out like it's awesome my only one complaint is i think it's watchability is not as good as I want it to be. Oh yeah. It gets I, diminished on. Yeah. I just, I think Ryan Reynolds humor on this, like I want to watch it and have them have a different punchline all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like I just don't, I just think it kind of got, it, the humor got a little old after, like I've seen it probably three times. And by the third time, I'm like, it's still really good and funny at parts, but it's just like, eh. Yeah. The same dick joke all the time. It's kind of like, okay, yeah, okay, (laughs) yeah. That's but that's the only thing, and that's it's very slight. It's nothing really heavy about it. It's it could get best picture. We don't even know. (laughs) WGA best adapted screenplay. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. In that group of a bunch of other superhero movies, (laughs) exactly. You know of. Hidden figures and Arrival. fences. Fences. <laughs> uh, I will talk about it later. <laughs> All right, right on, man. Later uh, what was your number, oh, number my, four? Oh, oh, yeah, that's right, because you guys had the same. <laughs> my, number four, my number four was The Nice Guys. Ooh. Oh, nice. I really, fu- especially on the second viewing, I really fucking enjoyed this movie. This is one that so much. I'm very upset I didn't get to see. We were going to see it in theaters <sighs> and missed it because it was in there for like a week. Yeah, yeah. a very short amount of it time. It is such a fucking fun movie. Yeah. Like, like, like legit, like, this is like my favorite, my favorite, uh... Uh, character Ryan Gosling has ever played. <laughs> like he is just I I, I don't like Ryan Gosling, but like the like the way he plays like this he's like very complicated. Like he's just he is such a fuck up, but then he's like a fuck up in like the best way. <laughs> yeah. Like he yeah. always stumbles onto like these like he's like a drunk Mr. Magoo like by talking about like, <laughs> the fucking Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like he's so good and fucking Russell Crowe just being like this big fat brute that just fucking like strong arms people like they complement each other so well and then the story is so outlandish like it, it tries to con- it tries to like uh, put 
together like uh, car emissions and porn <laughs> in one story. <laughs> And, like, actually try and make it work. And in some ways, it does. <laughs> and it's, like, fucked up. Yeah. But I love it. Like, it was such... I had such a fun time watching this. And, like, Shane Black's fucking writing and dialogue is so spot on. Like, I can yeah. just watch... I can watch him write for characters all day. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Like, I uh, fucking love this movie when we went to go review it this year. Like, I was super pumped that we did when it came out on DVD anyway or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah. I... Don't even hate like the kid actor of this either. Like, yeah, she she's actually great. she actually adds a lot to it because she's kind of like the vessel that Ryan Gosling talks through, where she's like, he actually means this, and then she'll actually go out and like solve crimes for him while he's being <laughs> drunk at a party, like <laughs> falling down a hill. Yeah. So it's like his like special power is like his daughter's super smart. Yeah, and it's believable. Like she's not like a child genius. Yeah, she's just like. On her toes and just happens to be yeah. at the right place at the right time. Yeah, and very inquisitive. Like she's always like <coughs> she always asks the right question to the right people. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it's it's really good. Like, did you ever see Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? Yeah. Like it's really it feels a lot like it could be in that same kind of universe. Yeah, sweet. Like it's so it's really good. But the fact that like the backdrops the seventies like almost adds like, an entire element to it too. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Golly, really great. I gotta it's, see it. It's a great movie. Gotta yeah. see it. Really, really good. So that's my number four. Uh, number three. Chelsea has Doctor Strange as her number three. Very Pretty good. high up in there in that Wee! list. Yeah. She really enjoyed Doctor Strange. Um, my number three is Arrival, actually. Very nice. Uh, we talked to... You had it a little bit low on your list. Ten. Number ten. Uh, lowest. <laughs> the lowest point on a list <laughs> on a top ten it could be. Um, but I thought this movie was uh just to reiterate um really clever in its writing i didn't like a one aspect right near the end but i thought it was a really intelligent movie and i know why a lot of people have this on their top like five or ten list Mm -hmm. of the year it's really good everything is solidly cast the story is smart like i i like it a lot like everyone would enjoy this movie yeah, it's not a big, huge actiony blockbuster movie. It's just really good, and I'm glad they threw as much money at it as they did. Good. It's really smart. Gotta see it. My number three is Zootopia. Yep. <laughs> uh, one of the animated features that you should definitely check out. Uh, I think it's got a a great message especially like kind of in the time that it was made and even now like it's got like it approaches a very touchy subject but in an animated way where like you have to be kind of looking for that connection but it makes it you know obvious enough where it's like wow like that's pretty great yeah and they were able to do it in a nice pg subtle way and it was like that's that's powerful for like just what an animated movie could do and and only like an animated movie could get away with that without being like just, I don't know, shit on by half of America or something like that. But uh, it's very good. Uh, what's it? Um, Jason Bateman is born to voice a fox, in my opinion. <laughs> Chelsea uh, said the exact so same thing. So perfect. It's perfect. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Holy shit. Like, I don't. It, it, his wit and like his just tone and like uh, ca- cadence to his yeah. voice and everything 
is a fox and that's what he plays <laughs> like yeah. it's phenomenal and uh not only is the movie like have a good message but it's also really funny like it doesn't have like a ton of like adult humor like per se in it but like funny jokes like in it that are just like holy cow like you you did that and not having to do what sausage party did with it like mm-hmm. holy cow like good work on you there uh also but they have like a funny breaking bad reference in it too like oh, yeah, i heard about that which yeah. is like kind of three for looped like you wouldn't get it like initially but then they start saying names like in, a, in the background on the phone and you're like and he's dressed like this and you're like Oh my god! Like that's just <laughs> phenomenal. Uh, but a uh, great, like, v- very awesome voice cast for the entire film. Uh, like as I was saying with Jason Bateman, like perfect choices for like a lot of those characters. Uh, I would, yeah, definitely recommend seeing it um, for sure. Uh, number will, three, top three. I will brush up on this later. Oh, oh I was oh, hoping we'd have the my. same list all bet. <laughs> we were we're pretty close. There's Woo! a few that are pretty close because like because uh, you guys did uh, Doctor Strange like one like one more than me. True that. And uh, my number three is Deadpool. Hey, oh, right on, man. My number three is Deadpool. I fucking I love a good satire. Yeah, and like yeah. satire is so fucking. You can fuck up satire real bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> real bad. And the fact that they actually took a character from a comic universe and made a satire around him, I thought was genius. Yep. yep. And I just I just love, like, all, like, the, the, the not, like, the subtle hints and nudges towards different things. Like, I've seen so many videos online where it's, like, Easter eggs in Deadpool, and it's like 30 minutes long. Like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just, there's so much thought that goes into it, and that I I can't help but appreciate. And, like, Ryan, you can definitely tell Ryan Reynolds was, like, not only born to play this, but was, like, waiting and, like, like biting his fucking hands off, like, <laughs> gritting his teeth, like, let me play the real Deadpool, you motherfuckers. Let me oh, play yeah. him. Yeah. Like, he was so perfect for it. And they just, they play on every trope and they fucking, uh, they comment on them. Like, I just, I, I think that's the one thing you have to do when, uh, when a friend, when like a certain type of movie is being played up so much is like, you just, you just have to like step back and make fun of it and be like, yeah, we know that it's a formula. We know it's ridiculous and we, we're aware of it. So here it is. And let's laugh at it yeah and then yeah. we can go back to actually enjoying it and right. that's and i think deadpool does that in spades with yeah. this and yeah. i love that yeah the one way deadpool could have messed that up if it was like brought to you by two of the six writers a scary movie or something like that <laughs> oh, then God, you know yes. the satire would have been a bad oh yes. yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah i i really like that yeah fact that they took the freaking whole superhero trope and definitely just leaned into it mm-hmm. and just totally played on it. Definitely worked because it movie. definitely needed that. Yeah. yeah, it totally needed and that. And it's perfect for the character too. Yeah. yeah, which also helps its case. Yeah, and the marketing campaign for it was amazing. <laughs> I know. Yeah, like oh the fact that God. you have a character that uh, embraces the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. You can. There's the the things you can do with it are like immeasurable. Right. You could go anywhere with it. Yeah. 
It's you can like great. film a live movie with Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. Like just go like on Facebook Live and follow Deadpool. <laughs> As he's going to Deadpool. <laughs> that would be a total Deadpool thing he would do. <laughs> That's so Deadpool. <laughs> oh shit. Good pick for number three, JT. Nice. I like it. Uh moving on to number two, see Danger on her list has Rogue One. A Star Wars story at Ooh, number two. It's a high one. She really... Same went. list, Chelsea! Oh, same oh! list! <laughs> but yeah, uh, she super enjoyed this movie. Uh, do you, you want to comment on it? That's my number two as well. Uh, I Yeah, kind of how we talked about it earlier. Like, I just... I, I love it. Like, I love how it fit into the Star Wars universe... I like that they did ended it the way they did it. Uh-huh. Like not only with the characters that they established in the movie. Like I'm glad that that's what they did with them because yep. like that's what they said they did with them <laughs> yep. and like no spoilers yep. or anything. And then the end leads directly into a new hope. Just makes you want to watch it, and I think it just makes it's good connective tissue. Uh, I think, and it just, everything fits the universe right, and it's just a different side of the galaxy that you're not used to seeing. It's not the posh, high side, Jedi side, and it's not, like, whatever, just mostly, like, the Imperial stuff that, the you know, like, the... Yeah, regular blue-collar It is. It's blue-collar folks just making it by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dig it. Um, my number two is actually the nice guys. Whoa! Yeah, little surprise. I really enjoy this movie probably more than you thought, JT. I blew me away. I um, <laughs> I was thinking when I saw had this on my list, I kept going back to it. I'm like, I really fucking like this movie. <laughs> so I kept like putting it up and up and up because it was gonna initially be lower, maybe about like seven or eight. I'm like. I would watch Nice Guys over that. I would watch Nice Guys over that. I would watch Nice Guys over that. And, yeah, it's definitely on my list. Like, Shane Black just nailed it. Like, yeah. rocked it out of the park. Like, it's really good. Like, I would definitely recommend Nice Guys. Good. And the son of a bitch still fits Christmas in there. <laughs> still does it. It's, yeah, it's really good. I mean, we talked about it a little bit before. So, yeah, Nice Guys is my number two. Did Iron Man 3 have Christmas in it? Yeah. It, it took place, like, right before Christmas. Oh, okay, okay. You couldn't tell because it's, like, in Hollywood where, well... No, no. It's, like, Shane Black sets all of his Christmas movies, like, in California or in <laughs> yeah. L.A. Yeah, so there's never, ha- like, any snow. So there's, like, that scene, s- where, there's like, a scene where, like, he flies in, like, the middle of nowhere and it's snowing. <laughs> you, it's funny that he does that because then you have to just verbally say that it's Christmas <laughs> or December 25th or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's work. decorating um, a palm tree with <laughs> lights. Well, uh, my number two is Zootopia. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Uh, I really, I, I, I loved, like, I was so worried that I was going to pick another kid's movie as my number one. <laughs> because two years ago, I did a Lego right. movie. Yep. And last year, I did Inside, Inside Out. Out. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my God, please do not. <laughs> I don't want to seem like this simple minded guy. Like, oh, you like kids' movies. <laughs> I go to all the kids' movies. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I, I had to put Zootopia really high up there, and I definitely put it at number two. So good. Because, like, not only, yeah, like, not only they do it, Neil, all, all the stuff that Neil talked about, but they fucking, like, created a world. Like, a world that works. Yeah. And they show how it, all of it works, where you're like, 
It works. <laughs> it fucking works. I don't know how it works, but it works. Yeah. Yep. Like it's perfect. Like they show like like all these small things they do like from like her train ride into Zootopia to just like her like chasing a criminal. They show how all these even the smallest pieces of Zootopia how it works and it it's like brilliant. Like they created an entire world and it was it's I think like that part of it is like perfect. Mm-hmm. And like, even though I I would probably choose Inside Out over this, I feel like this is more this is more designed for kids. Like kids could find more more out of this than they could Inside Out. I would agree. Okay. I think Inside Out might have it was a little bit too complex for maybe yeah. some younger audiences to like, understand. Yeah, it's too it's too much over people's heads and like where this this has a message that like. You, you where you don't have to say it out loud, but like it make it still makes sense. Yeah. Even then, you still have talking animals. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah, and like an inside out. It's like here's a here's a talking green blob, and then you're like, <laughs> like there's nothing to cl- link to cling on to that. But within Zootopia, like everything is a talking animal, so it's like oh, look at the fox. Yeah, yeah. So like you still have something to cling on to with that, and I think in that sense, it's a, it's it's a stronger movie. But I feel like Zootopia had like. Like or like Inside Out has like a such a fucking like thought out process. Like you, like I feel like people were like locked in a room for years thinking about that movie. There's so much fucking small shit in that. And I read an article not to get sidetracked. Sidetracked. Yeah, sidetracked on Inside Out. But I read that they were gonna originally have like ten different emotions in that movie. Oh, oh, I would. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised. And that would have been wild, like yeah. just <laughs> over the top. Yeah. yeah. But no. Yeah. But like Zootopia number two, a solid number two, almost number one. There was one thing that hit me a little bit more on the emotion spectrum, but I will bring. Porn. I will get into that. Oh, later. porn parody. Of- <laughs> yeah. It Zootopia was, it was a porn BBS. parody. <laughs> yeah, it was a porn parody of BVS. Totally. <laughs> Uh, all right, we're moving on to the number, number one. Number one. This is the one everyone's been waiting for. <laughs> I've been trying to piece out what like yours is, and I we'll see should have been paying more attention to what you've already said. Yeah. <laughs> mm. we'll anyway, uh, Chelsea's number one movie of 2016 was Arrival. She really dug this movie. Yeah. It was. Uh, I mean, we brought it up before, but it's super smart. Like, she really dug it. She actually really enjoyed the ending that I might have nitpicked about um, with uh, JT. But, uh, yeah, she, it's... Can't emphasize it enough. It's super smart. Great movie. Like, definitely should purchase on Blu-ray or have in your collection. It's really great. Um, my number one is Captain America Civil War. <laughs> Same! <laughs> <laughs> Same list. <laughs> Same list. <laughs> Quit being related. <laughs> but yeah, um, we brought it up a little bit before, but uh, I feel like Captain America Civil War had everything almost going against it from having somewhat post-feed, like negative feedback from Avengers 2. Like yeah. a lot of people thought this was going to be like another kind of like weird, like, fucking i don't know like beat up a hundred thousand robo clones again yeah and it wasn't like it was smarter definitely got the audience fixated like whose side would you be on and the movie definitely made you switch sides maybe a few different times like 
I don't think, oh. like, personally, I'm Team Iron Man. I think you should, like, register with the government or whatever. Sure. What a fucking Whatever. <laughs> whatever tool. Oh, this is when you turn it. Whatever tool. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, let's go ahead and, like, wait for nine Congress hearings before we actually <laughs> attack on a major alien that's trying to attack the world. Whatever, dude. All right. Whatever. That's fine. That's, that's fine. Cool. That's cool. Um, uh, I thought the action set pieces were amazing. Very good. Um, had the best fight scene, I think, of any movie all year. I in that airport hangar scene. They added two additional characters to this whole roster. Yeah. Spider-Man and Black Panther. They didn't feel tacked on. Not at all. They definitely felt like an added thing. It made me care about Black Panther like more than I ever have ever. Yeah. It was a solid <laughs> Captain America movie. It was... Great. Like, as much as a mess that it could have turned out to be, oh it definitely wasn't. Was it not. Hit it out of the park. I love this movie. I agree. I just rewatched it uh, earlier this week. And the very, like, it gets to the, you know, the end portion of it. Yeah. Like, past, like, the big airport hangar scene. And you're like, it. It kind of takes uh, that little left turn, like, oh, they're going to go stop all the bad guys, and you think it's going to be like, ah, oh, here comes that beat-em-up we were expecting. Yeah. Not the case at all. And then there's a... He turns it on his head, uh, and then there was that point where I almost shed a tear watching it this time, <laughs> where Iron Man's like, did you know? Did you know? <laughs> That's a good scene. God. And I was like, I fucking love it. oof. Oh, man, they're <laughs> friends, man. Like, this is tough. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it's so good. It was so good. It just made me so happy to watch. Yeah. Me, me and Molly were, like, cleaning my place, and I just played it in the background just to, like, just as, like, background noise or whatever. And I barely got shit done. Because I was just like, <laughs> God damn it. Why did it be so fucking good? Yeah. It's, it's, it has no reason to be this good. No. Yeah, it's it's. I just, it, just these these Russo bros like they they know it. I yeah. I know, and think they just like directed Community. Yeah, for this. I know. Like, right? What the fuck? <laughs> I said, just... like me and Molly started watching Community, and I'm like, every time I see Russo bros at the end of every every <laughs> credits, I'm like, the fucking they did fucking Civil War. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm watching them like what I'm watching Chevy Chase getting thrown off a boat. And I'm like, that's, that's, that's Civil War. Yeah. <laughs> my, my thing is, like, I, I they've done really well with uh, the these last two Captain America movies. Like, I yeah. they've made them, like, literally within the top three of these superhero movies ever. Like, right. in general. Like, they've done it really well. But they've done it on this Captain America scale. Like, I know they're doing the first and... They're, are they doing Infinity War? They're doing War? Infinity War. And I think they might be signed on to that last Avengers movie. Okay. Which is yet to be named. Sure. That they I think. Okay. Um, I'm curious to see how well they're going to do that. Because yeah. it, it doesn't seem like it's in the same playground as like these Captain America movies are. It's so not like, as grounded. It's not as like a political. Yeah. Well. Maybe it is. Like, I don't know. Maybe but... they, if they did something, inter like an interesting twist on it, we'll have to see. But I'd be I'm, I'd be curious to see how they take this really grand top yeah. thing on. And that definitely been... like space epic-y kind yeah. of like idea. Who knows? Like, is it going to be in space? Is it going to be on Earth? Like, yeah. who knows? Oh, shit. Brody, man. Brody. <laughs> Ooh, that also got me. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> 
Yeah. Watch Captain America: Civil War. It's it's everyone's seen it. It made a billion it's dollars. Why you what? It, guys, if you haven't seen it yet, <laughs> watch go it. check it out. It's a Potter Bros. Number yeah, one yeah, movie. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the only people that have not, have not seen it yet are people that are in a coma or too old to know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that was our number one. All right. Well, my number one. So I know you're chomping at the bit. I am. Like I feel like I should guess it by now. So you have no idea. I can't think of it. Like I should have been paying more attention. No idea at all. Let me. Can I give you? Is it Central Intelligence with the Wait. Rock? It it, it totally. <laughs> Is it Swiss Army Man? It is totally Swiss Army Man. No! Oh my god, the one I fucking forgot. <laughs> I fucking like Swiss Army Man is that one movie where I saw it and I was like, yeah, that was good. And then it like germinated in my head <laughs> for months on end where I just every time like I just it like I just I can't fucking get over this movie. It's so fucking good. Like I, like especially after seeing Passengers last week, there's so many, there's so many movies and so many franchises out there that play it safe. Yep. And this is the one movie where they were like, we know people are gonna fucking hate this. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna go balls out and we're gonna tell the story we want to tell. What blew my mind about it when I first heard about the movie is that like critics were walking out on it. Yeah. Right. Did you guys like? And when I watched, I was like. What the fuck did they walk out they for? They would have had to walk out on the, like, first five minutes of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Because it like, gets... Like, like, this movie does not... Like, they present a lot of stuff that would, like, p- get people to, like, chuckle or, like, sneer yeah. or whatever. But they give you the craziest fucking scene of that in the first five minutes. Yeah. And I would... And- that, it blows my mind that they would walk out on, like, if it was, like, the fart humor in that. Like, that's literally the topic of the movie. Like, when <laughs> yeah. you think about it as yeah. a whole. Like, yeah. that's one of the messages that that movie tries to get across is, like, those people are the ones that need to grow up. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's cool. yeah, it's weird. Like, the fact that they walked out on it is the message of this movie. Like, it's, like, yeah. legit the message of this movie where it's, like, it's supposed to question your ideas of... Like, like all this established stuff of like what's proper and improper, and then like why is it? Yeah, because they do. That's the ongoing discussion of the whole thing, and it's the whole idea of like, like if you're a, if you're like this weird person, like would you let people bring you down? Mm-hmm. And it's like that's why it, like it struck me so hard because I'm like. I don't strike myself as a normal person. <laughs> I don't have a lot of like normal qualities to myself. You're got a few Mer- eccentricities too. I have. I'm very. I'm thinking. I'm. I'm a very eccentric person. Your Civil War was number seven. So I know, right? Like I'm. I'm totally weird. But like, I feel like this movie just caters to people like that, where it gives them that, that that outing where it's like it's okay to be different, and like yeah. that's there's so like especially like that that ending where they. Uh, where it, it seems like everything's falling apart because people are judging him. Mm-hmm. And then he finally accepts himself for who he is. Like, I love all of that. Like, mm-hmm. this whole movie is just, like, one big accept yourself for who you are. And, like, whatever happens, whatever happens, happens. And whatever people think about it, hap- well, they, they'll think about it. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to change their opinion on things. And exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, and this is, like, my favorite role of Daniel Radcliffe's ever 
Fuck Harry Potter. Ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck Harry Potter. Dude. Like, he was amazing in this. And he played a fucking dead body. Yeah. I don't know. Did you see Now You See Me too? <laughs> I did. I'm, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just I'm kidding. Sorry Just kidding. Uh, no, I would. I am trying to think of something that he's better in, and it's hard to think of something. Yeah, he was in that one series that I can never remember. Oh, Doctor's name of. Notebook. Oh yeah, he was, yeah. He, he was, was better in this than he was in Doctor's. Uh, Notebook. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Like, strangely, I liked him in that. Uh, I liked him as Igor in that Frankenstein movie. I never that saw that good, movie. But that was weird. That it wasn't terrible. No, but yeah, like this is a, a, a very good role. Like me and my wife were talking about just Daniel Radcliffe in specifically. And we're like, you know, some people get really pigeonholed into like one movie franchise. Yeah. And you think he would be forever Harry Potter. Oh, and I do not think of him yeah, that way. He is, as soon yeah. as he was out, he made sure he wasn't pigeonholed in that shit. Yeah. He would did like plays where he was fucking buck naked with a horse. Yeah. Like he did yeah. a bunch of just avant-garde shit. Like he did like Shia LaBeouf stuff, but did it perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, like he did a movie, like he did like another movie that I really liked called Imperium, where it was just like, he like, Actually, like, focus on, like, Nazis where they were, like, they seem like cool people. They're just really racist. <laughs> like, they actually, like, actually, actually, like, oh, yeah. focusing on people where it's, like, that, that, like, their one bad quality is they're horribly homophobic racist. <laughs> like, outside of that, Otherwise, they're really nice people. They're pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, everything about Swiss Army Man is just... Like the like, like as you said in the beginning, like the music, like it blends in with like what they're doing in the in the moment. Yeah, yep. and it's and it's the music is literally just them too. Yeah, like just going bum 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 bum. Yeah, just doing. But like they a, find a way to make it epic too. It's so good. Like the score just like rises to where you're like, I'm really into what they're doing. Yeah. and it's just them making fucking noise with their fucking mouth. <laughs> I know. It's so yeah, sweet. It's good. And I'm like, uh, like it's like the more the more I let this like movie like wash over me, the more I was excited about it, and the more I loved it, and that's why I made it my number one. That's great. Good. The, I think it's a good choice for number one. The Daniels. Is that I know who directed it. The, the Daniels. Da <laughs> I yeah. wish they would make more shit because they look like they don't give a fuck. Yeah. And I want more directors that look they will not give a fuck. Yeah. I would yep. definitely take more movies like this in 2017. This is exactly. a great movie. Yeah. Like especially after seeing Passengers, where they take. Such a fucking bullshit route. Yeah. Like if the Daniels would have made this, they would have like made it where it's like, yeah, they're they're dead and they're farting corpses in space, and <laughs> we're gonna make great. it work to where it's like um, it it still has an amazing theme. <laughs> what if that was the Daniels' shtick? Is that everyone was a farting corpse? <laughs> All right, then I would not like them so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Well, that was. Awesome, guys. Everyone's yep. top ten list was pretty great, especially Neil's, because it was really close to we mine. We fucking bad. 50% of our list was exactly God the same. God damn you. <laughs> but you know what, JT? Your list was amazingly 100% yeah. you. Like, I wouldn't expect your list to be any different. Like, wow. What a yeah. great guy. What a... What? And what amazing picks on yours, too, because, like, you had a lot of stuff that I'd never seen, or, like, it's not on my list at all, and I want to go see right now. So. Yeah. Right on. You did it. That. I thought it was being. Uh, I thought you were being condescending, but then you turned it around at the end. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, well, other than these fucking thirty movies we saw this year, mm -hmm. is there anything else that you've been into in the beginning of twenty seventeen? 
Dinosaur Neil, I'm going to turn it to you. Ah, I was thinking, and you went to me first. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, recently, uh, I've started, I've watched, I'm a little bit more halfway through Westworld. Uh, I've started Fargo, which is also good. Uh, that's all in 2017. I do like those shows a lot. Um, I wouldn't say I Westworld is my favorite show. But uh, it's it's good nonetheless. How uh, far are you into Westworld? I am five or six episodes in. Um, Tandy Newton just caught the bird when she woke up in that with when the guy was like messing around with the. Uh, did you see it? Did I'm only in episode three. I probably won't finish the series. Talk, talk to me at the end of episode seven. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. My thing oh. is, I've heard it, like, I, my problem with it now is that, like, some of these things I just don't care about. And there's are, there's questions that I have that I think you don't need to ask to get the show, but I'm asking anyway. Like, I think that was in the same route. With, okay. Like, with, I don't know. They, I, they do tie it all up in the, like, despite, like, even though it's a J.J. Abrams, like... Linda thing Locke where you're thing. like, oh yeah. fuck, oh my god, is, smoke monster. Is this oh, really gonna? No. <laughs> no, and they actually do tie everything up at oh, the end where monster. it's like, okay, now I I can see where you were going. Okay, that is that's one thing I've been wanting to finish uh, for sure. <clears throat> and then beyond that, I've been playing a lot of The Witcher Three video game. If Heard you, it's really good. It's very good. Um, it's confusing, I think, if you're not. It's got a completely separate lore to it so it's not like it's still set in that old kind of like lord of the ringsy type thing where it's fantasy where you're essentially just a monster hunter for hire sure and it's really cool uh like the gameplay in it is my favorite part of it like you actually have to strategize to like you have to know what you're getting into like say you're gonna go and fight like a griffin you have to like you actually have a bestiary where you're like, okay, a griffin, I've fought one before, so I know what it is, and I've discovered these weaknesses about it. Mm. So, like, it's keen to not having fire in its face, and I have an oil that I've concocted to put on my sword to do more damage towards this type of enemy. Oh, right on. Like, Very it's, nerdy review, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, fucking like, really in-depth. If Yeah, like, if you like that in-depth nature of, like, I have to know what I'm getting into, or I will get stomped, like... Not it's not like Dark Souls difficulty where you're just like fuck this game, <laughs> rage fuck <quit>. life. Like <laughs> it's not like that shit. Like it it has a little bit of forgiveness to it, but like it rewards you a lot more for knowing what you're getting yourself into, and I love that. The lore is interesting once you kind of get a grasp of it, but it's all based off this Polish fantasy novel thing. Okay. And I never played the first two Witchers, so like you're kind of like you're losing out on some of the character arcs that like are like you meet a character and you're like, Oh, remember this, this, and this. And you're like, nah, no, nope. don't, don't at all. <laughs> Shut up old man. Yeah, exactly. But, um, I would definitely check it out. Like I, I've had no problem just jumping into it and being like, this is really fun. But, um, I would, yeah, I've been playing a lot of that lately. Right on, man. Right on. Um, I've actually been into quite a bit of stuff this last week because I've been sick from work. So I've just been staying at home and doing a lot of stuff, catching up on stuff. Right. Um, I watched, actually, Hail Caesar last night to try to fit in one more 2016 movie. Didn't yeah. make the list. 
<laughs> oh, okay. but I came up with something today that I think that would made the movie great. Like, what if Shane Black directed Hail Caesar? <laughs> I don't think it would have been in the same like time genre, but yeah. Like, I don't what, think, like, I what if he like took everything like... that was about this movie, but just Shane Black directed it? I think it would have been pretty great. I think it would have been like definitely a twist on the movie. What are, what's another Coen Brothers movie? Uh, Fargo. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Fargo was great, but like, yeah, Fargo was like, Fargo, did, Big Lebowski. Okay, okay. Did like, you? This is definitely like, like I feel like Hail Caesar is like a Big Lebowski of like nineteen thirties, uh, like motion pictures. You okay. do you saw Hail Caesar? Yeah, I felt like nothing was happening in it, and like, like that's that's a lot of the Coen Brothers movies, though. but no, but like even in like the other ones, like I've, I I could get behind like the dude or somebody, but like. This, like, James Brolin is kind of, like, the main character. Yeah. Or Aaron, uh, or what's his name, uh, uh, New Han Solo. Alden Einreich? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Alden yeah. He's kind of, like, a main character. I fucking loved his scene, though. Like, he's good at it, but, like, everyone says, like, he's the best part of Hail Caesar. And I'm like, yeah, he is. But, like, Hail Caesar kind of sucked. <laughs> so, like, yeah, he's pretty great in it. But, like, I could never really get behind anybody like he was just watching things happening and nothing really had a payoff for me yeah there's a lot of like coen brothers movies that do that and like i i do agree that it's like it's not the strongest movie but it was kind of fun to just like it felt like a day in the life of kind of movie where like you don't take it as like you don't take it as like here's a story with a, a set ending and a set beginning it's like there's there's things that are happening and then it's like you take it as what it is. Yeah, like I, it's kind of like I get that. It's more of like a variety show with different skits that all kind of like take place in the same universe, kind of thing. I yeah, I get. It. I just thought I I was like, eh, I didn't. I like can definitely so see much. why people would hate it because it's definitely very. But I didn't hate it either. There's things I yeah. thought that were pretty charming in it. I just like if if I could have like a like a real through plot to follow through the movie yeah that was like strong and I cared about and all these subliminal stuff were happening on the side yeah I would like it a lot more but it's just like well this is happening over here and then yeah, there, this it's, is happening it's like over a movie here. full of subplots yeah and it, uh, yeah so I, I don't know like I love like Scarlett Johansson where she's like this very charming mermaid and then like you like talk to her and like yeah, you know, we see I got this guy in downtown. Like, he's yeah. got this awful fucking voice. Yeah, you think she's like, she's like this actress that like is beloved and everything, but as soon as she's like, it's like, cut, takes off the wig, she's like, ah, fucking A, man, yeah. and then like, takes a drag off a cigarette. Yeah, she's like talking like, to James Brolin about how like, all the abortions she's had because she's like, fucking all these dudes and shit. Like, oh, God. like, oh my God. Yeah, and I like how that one guy's name is Lawrence Lorenz. <laughs> Jesus. And, like, George Clooney's pretty funny in it. Yeah. And it's got, like... And the freaking dance number with freaking Channing Tatum is great. Like, that's... Like, the thing I like about it, it the most is that there's, like, so much... It shows you everybody, like, all their personas on screen and then how different they are outside of this screen. Yeah. Because, like... Some like, people, like, with, like, Scarlett Johansson, like, uh, George Clooney... Yeah, but then you have, like, Olden Ehrenreich, who's, like, they're, like, trying to, like, build him up as, like, this leading man outside of Westerns, and he can't get past his accent. Because, like, he pretty much is the person you see on screen, like, <laughs> yeah. just plain. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, okay, you're good-looking, let's put you in this, and then, like, the director's like, 
Trying to fucking get him to like say one simple line and he can't get past his fucking twang. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I don't know about Hail Caesar. If you're into Coen Brothers stuff, maybe you'll appreciate it more. But like, I thought it was a weak entry. I also beat Hitman Absolution. Um, I when I usually play a video game, I get like way into it, need to hundred percent that shit. This is a game I will never hundred <laughs> percent. Oh yeah. So I beat it. So I'm, I'm just gonna leave it at that. So there you go. You did good. Um, I read a uh, bunch of comics this week. Read uh, two trades of Bloodshot, two trades of Harbinger, and also read Harbinger Wars, a crossover between them. Really good. Like those. Read Brian K. Vaughn's Private Eye, which is really interesting. It's a... Like a future story where essentially like our generation will be the senior citizens and like at one point like the cloud like breaks and all the information that's in the cloud rains down on the world and fucks up everybody's life because <laughs> everything they thought was gone or deleted is oh, just geez. down and it fucks everyone's life up. Oh, so the internet awesome. doesn't exist anymore. They go back to like books and going to libraries and iPhones don't exist. Everyone's got like a house phone and shit. And so like our generation's like, ah, just look it up on Facebook. And they're like the kids in that are like, that doesn't exist anymore. Grandpa quit being old or whatever. <laughs> That's really cool. That's yeah. Awesome. And so like <laughs> this, the guy in it who is a private eye, like he is like shunned for being paparazzi because like, there's no, there's no like TMZ or anything anymore. And so like the newspapers or journalists are also like cops because like, it's so fucking weird, but it works really well. And like, I think it's really solid. And, and in fact, it was, uh, it's, uh, because of the story has like no internet. It was ironic that it was a web comic exclusive. <laughs> and so like, it just, it came out like a, like a year or so ago on like the hardcover and I have it down there by my Calvin Hobbes collection or whatever, but, um, it's actually really good. Like, I don't know. I would, I would suggest it. It's really interesting story. Hot damn. Yeah. Sweet. And I also read, uh, two trades of the vision, which I've heard it's great. It is fucking great. <laughs> like I, it's on a lot of people's top 10 lists of the year for being the best comic. And when I first started reading, I'm like, I don't know if I like this very much, but then like, I just kept reading it and reading it. And, and like, when I got done with the 12 issues, like I was like, that was a fucking really solid story. And I don't give a shit about vision at all, <laughs> but you fucking made me care about him. Fuck you. I actually tweeted something to that, to the author of Vision, Tom yeah. King. Yeah. And I was like, how dare you make me care about Vision? <laughs> and he's like, thanks, man. And he suddenly replied to me, and I was like, what a great guy. <laughs> I but care yeah. about him, too. <laughs> he's really great. Now he's, it's when, like, they, like Vision has, like, a like a family type yeah, thing. Yeah, it's super weird. But, huh. like, it totally works, and there's, like, heartbreak, and everything's heartfelt, and, like... It's intelligent, like it works on past continuity as well. And now, does it play up on the thing, kind of like Civil or yeah, Civil War kind of did with Vision, where it's just like he doesn't quite get like reality, but he's trying to live in it type thing. Or is it this one's more associated with like 
the comic version of Vision, where he's been around a long time. Okay. Like, he's the most... Of all the androids that exist in this, like Vision's family, he gets how life works. Okay. But, like, his family is new, and so they're, like, android synthesoid people, like, that are trying to learn, like, the in... Like, the inconsistencies of, like, human life Mm, and stuff. So they kind of take stuff very literally at first. So, yeah, like... But it's real... Like, it touches on things I set up in the first issue, like in issue seven. Cool. Oh, my God, it's great. (laughs) Fucking great. Tom King, fuck you. (laughs) It's good. Such a good guy. (laughs) What a great guy. Fuck him. (laughs) But, yeah, that's that's everything. I've been in... Sorry. I've been sick, so I got through a lot of shit. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, uh, they put funny games on HBO. Oh, fuck. And I... Ugh. There's so many people that are probably going <laughs> to fucking hate hate funny games, but I fucking love funny games so much. I'm not even quite sure I know what funny games is. It's about... It's basically... The, the long story short, it's about uh, two, like, maybe, like, early 20-somethings that, like, torture a family of three. But it's, like, so... It's, like, built... To, like, make you hate the movie. Oh, God. I love funny games so much. <laughs> oh, my God. Whoa. <laughs> like, I kind of want you to watch funny games and see how far you get before you're like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because yeah. I even, like, read an interview with a director where he was like, I wanted to make a movie that goes against every kind of trope <laughs> where people visibly hate it. <laughs> and like I was cool like, bull. Yes. <laughs> no, he just is shit. He just makes <laughs> <Yeah>. shit movies. <laughs> but no, I love, I love, fun. it's on HBO Go, so if All you right, want to check, check it out, out, check it out. I'll, like, uh, it legit, the movie starts off with like, this family like, annoyingly doing this game where they're like, guessing opera songs and they're just like, having fun and then as they're like, listening to them like, laughing, having a good time, they play like, the most annoying, gross, heavy metal music, and play the credits. So you're watching them laugh, having a fun time with like, like it's so fucking good. Oh, I love funny God. games so much. Have to check it out. <laughs> but yeah, funny games is out. I watched that. That was good. I started watching a show on Netflix called The OA. Yeah, how was that? I'm like two episodes in. It's pretty. It's interesting so far. Okay. Okay. Like, I heard, like, it kind of, like, falls off near the end, but uh, it's really interesting because they kind of play it up where uh, it's this woman who was abducted, and then she comes back, and she was blind when she was abducted, and she comes back and she can see, mm-hmm. and then she starts doing all this weird stuff where, like, you don't know why, why she's doing certain things, and then she gathers a bunch of people together and is like, okay, here's my story. You're going to find out by the end why I'm telling you it, but... Until then, you need to hear it out. So then, like, it's her telling her backstory to these people. But then, like, her like her parents are, like, these sweet old people. Mm. But then, like, they keep doing things to, like, prevent her from telling her story so you fucking hate them. We're <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, baby, but we can't let you go out anymore. I'm like, fuck you! Let her go out! <laughs> I want to know the story! <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah, but it's yeah, but it it so far I'm like I'm only like two episodes in and it's really good, so yeah I'm into that and uh, to prepare for this I watched like a really a movie that got a high, lot of high praise called Hell or High Water. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's got um, oh, fuck, Jeff Bridges is in it and um, 
Chris Pine and uh fuck I can't remember the other guy. But um yeah, it's like like two brothers that are like robbing banks to like um pay off another bank to like save their house. Mm-hmm. And then Jeff Bridges plays like the cop that's like after them. And I mean, it it's it's fun. I had a good time with it, but it definitely didn't, it didn't make my top ten list. I did enjoy the relationship between Jeff Bridges and his partner, though, because mm-hmm. his partner plays a guy who's half Indian and half Mexican, mm-hmm. and like Jeff Bridges is like a racist Texan, <laughs> oh, God. so he's like always like doing like this racist like fucking shit towards him, where it's like they're friends, but he's still like, hey man, so like, are you gonna rain dance to try and make sure they don't. <laughs> fly off the floor like always like just saying like random like racist shit that's either mexican or indian does he have his rooster cogburn accent it's like a diet rooster cogburn accent (laughs) (laughs) all right but yeah i i liked it so like if you want to check it out hell or high water is pretty good all right right that's that's all i've been into i saw that in a lot of people's like i what looking at lists today like that was in a lot of people's i noticed that too (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, if people want to talk like Rooster Cogburn to you, JT, where could they do that? Oh, hell, they can check me out. Bucket for everyone on Twitter. And... Ah, fuck, why not Bucket for everyone on Instagram and Snapchat? <laughs> Neil, where are they going to check you out? Uh, as that character? Sure. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Dino Neil Man. Uh, that's where you could find me and message me instead. Great. You can find me at Tour of the Max on Twitter. You can find us both, me and JT, on Off Podcast as well. Hey, JT, for a first time in 2017, you want to try to do the plugs? No. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, You can find all of our episodes, past, present, and future on SoundCloud.com slash OffTopicPodcast. If you're an iTunes user, you can find us on iTunes. And hey, why not? If you want to go back to uh, Android, you can do somewhere on Google Play as well. We have so many choices to find us. You can find us anywhere. Uh, If you have uh, something to say to us, if you had a fucking email, you just got to just curse us out. Yeah, it's a fucking email, dude. <laughs> That's over 140 characters. We got an email. It's reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. Review review spelled just how it is in the title. And you know what? I think that's it. Oh, we have a Facebook too. Same shit. Like <laughs> Facebook.com slash off topic podcast. That's it. That's it. Yep. Great show, guys. Same list. Great. Same show. list. Fuck you. Same list. list. Quit being related. (laughs) Same list. Yeah, but great top ten. Like, I would agree with you. Like, this year, like, had either gems or just stuff that's just middle of the road. Yeah. Anything that I saw this year was, like, either great or whatever. Yeah. Like, I didn't really go out and see anything that was terrible. Maybe BVS. (laughs) Let me just. I'm sorry, Ghost. I'm gonna pass. Like, I'm just gonna go over the movies I did real quick. Here's the ones I did not include: <laughs> Zoolander 2, BVS DOJ, The Jungle Book, X Men Apocalypse, Now You See Me 2, Central Intelligence with The Rock and Kevin Hart. <laughs> oh God. Uh, wasn't that? Ter- did you think that was terrible too? It was pretty bad. It was real bad, there and were- I wanted to like it because it's I I love The Rock, but it was so bad. It was. 
You could honestly bad. see who the main villain was going to be halfway through the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Uh, uh, yoga Hosers was also there, which is on Netflix. Oh, we got to do Yoga Hosers. Oh, fuck. Okay. I've heard it's so terrible. All right. It's... I'll let you decide. <laughs> All right. Honestly, I have no idea for next week. Do you have any ideas for next week? <clears throat> Uh, no. Not right now, I don't. No. Well... What do you think, Neil? We'll let you decide since you're not going to be here and you can torture us. Yoga hosers! Fuck! Netflix, do no! it! No! No! <laughs> Fuck! Seal our fate. But we we did do... We did do, uh... The Walrus movie. Yeah, tough. True North. Do that True North trilogy, baby. God oh, damn it. Oh my god. Alright. Fuck. We'll do Yoga there, hosers There are a couple parts... You'll laugh at out loud. I know you will. But <laughs> other than that, you're going to be like, Jesus, nobody can act in this movie. <laughs> Fuck. Spoiler. <man. sighs> All right, yoga hosers next week. Fuck me. <laughs> I hope you like Johnny Depp, guys. <laughs> no! <laughs> well, if you want to join us or not, next week we're doing maybe yoga hosers. <laughs> Unless I'm, I have... I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do it. Fuck it. All right. God fuck it. Man. So until next time, I've been short of the max extreme. I'm, I'm JT3K. <laughs> Dinosaur Neil's already leaving. <laughs> Set that on us and just bolted. Fuck <laughs> you, <laughs> yoga hosers, Audis. But we are off.